Hi, I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy with another Global Real Estate School podcast. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining. My name is John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy, and this is episode 248. Now, remember, our podcasts are designed to help you as you are in your car, you've got those earbuds in, perhaps you're cleaning or working around the house, maybe you are exercising, but you have the big real estate exam coming up, so this is a way to listen to me and to pass that real estate exam on the first attempt. So totally different than our YouTube channel. You need to subscribe to that too. That would be great to watch in the evening or other times where you can actually be um, watching me as I'm going over exam questions, working problems on the board, and much more, okay? Well, on episode 247, we talked about the fact that you are going to see questions under this section called Um, restrictions on contaminated property. Now, I talked about a percolation test, which is not really a restriction on a contaminated property, but that question has been seen on the exam. You could have a contaminated property if the septic tank's not put in correctly. But I think what they're really wanting you to know for this specific section would be something regarding brownfields. That is an example of a contaminated property. Now, I love to use John Riley's book. It's the Language of Real Estate. This is the eighth edition. There may be a newer one out than this one. Uh, It is a great book, and I highly recommend it. Just go to Amazon, pick it up. It's a great reference even for those of us after we have our real estate license. So I, I always like to go to John. There's several good authors out there, but I've just kind of followed John for years. Never met him, but love his information. And John talks about brownfields. I'm just going to kind of paraphrase what John mentions here, but uh, industrial properties in which the expansion, redevelopment, or reuse may be complicated by the presence of you know, potential hazardous waste. And a lot of times governments will require that these brownfields be redeveloped. And, you know, I'm sure there's lots of federal monies and things like that. But if you'll just think about the fact that a brownfield is really a, a property that is contaminated But now the government's going to go in and try to clean that up. The EPA's brownfields and land revitalization programs recognize that cleaning up these properties really help the environment. They're good for all of us. And they want to make these more green spaces and working land. So a lot of times you might see a brownfield that was contaminated. It's been cleaned up. They may convert it to a green space like a park or walking trails. It could even be redeveloped into some type of building properties. But generally they're trying, you know, there are going to be some complications because it's been a brownfield. So I have heard that the exam question about what is a brownfield, well, you kind of know now what this is. 
The Brownfields program provides funds to assess and clean up brownfields while providing jobs and increasing the value of adjacent residential properties. So again, Brownfields, according to John Riley, great book. I encourage you to go pick it up. Industrial properties in which the expansion, redevelopment, or reuse may be complicated by the presence or potential presence of a hazardous substance, pollutant, or contaminant. In a nutshell, properties contaminated. And so it's now called or considered a brownfield. And there are some programs and grants where the government will help clean those up because it's going to help adjacent neighbors. It's going to provide some green spaces, jobs, and more when they do that. So that wraps up um, Section 2, Subsection B, Government Controls, and Number 4C, Restrictions on Contaminated Property. We've covered all of these topics above here in our podcast, and you can go search those, but we cover zoning, master plans, building codes, flood zones, wetlands, We go way back up into encumbrances and so forth. And tomorrow, we're going to get more into private controls regarding the real estate exam because we want to help you pass the exam on the very first attempt. So don't forget what a brownfield is, right? It's a contaminated property, but the government's hopefully going to get it cleaned up so it'll be back and in use for all of us. And also, don't forget what a percolation test is. Remember, that has to do with septic tanks and the absorption rate of water in the soil. You could see either one of those questions on the exam. Well, again, tomorrow, private controls. We're going to keep our podcast rolling. Be sure and subscribe to this podcast. Give us a five-star, some love. We would appreciate that. And check out our YouTube channel, totally different from this. We are shooting some shorts and little reels that we can promote both the podcast and the YouTube channel. But check out our YouTube channel. Subscribe over there. We've got some great information we are covering. Lots of questions you could see on the real estate exam. I'm telling you what, between these two items and our new program, the Ultimate Real Estate Exam Prep, There's no reason why you can't pass a real estate exam. Oh, and by the way, we do offer real estate classes in nine states now. We were just approved in Utah. We'll be uh, having that content available very shortly. So nine states for Global Real Estate School. We have a brand new book that we had converted to Spanish that we are excited about. And we have five minutes to jumpstarting your real estate career. Lots of tools and resources to help you pass a real estate exam on the very first attempt. So check us out, globalrealestateschool.com. As always, go out and have a great day. Thank you for listening to the podcast for Global Real Estate School. I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy. Go out and make it a great day.